Colonel Mike here. Thank you for listening once again. And thank you for all the comments on twomikes.us. That's twomikes.us. Another great podcast coming up. Enjoy. Four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome back. You're on two mics. Dr. Michael Scheuer, New York Times bestselling author. Again, I'll repeat that. New York Times bestselling author. And since October 7th, the books are selling even more now. People are finally waking up to the fact that he was writing things years ago that nobody listened to. And now they're listening to him. Well, that's another story. However, you go to two mics, twomikes.us. We don't have his books up there, but we should. I think we should talk to the webmaster. Two mics.us. And that's where you see. The, the sponsors and the, then you see the blog, whatever we write, whatever we post. And it's very important right now to, to visit our sponsors. We're in our first month of the new year, 2024. They've been with us. Oh gosh, we're going on our fifth year. So they've been with us at least three to four. Some are just six months. I think one or two are like six months, less than a year. So please visit the sponsors. You have our Ira, the mentor on the bench. You have the lovely Magda with triangle fragrance. That's for you upscale guys that really want to spend money on your lady, okay? Got it? Like Mike does. And then <laughs> we have, yeah, well, you know, he spends a little money once in a while. Then we have EMP Shield, which is Putin approved. I mean, how many times do I got to tell you it's been pr- approved, but he got the he, the good housekeeping, whatever it is in Russia. He stamped that. He says, if you don't have it in America, you better. And right now, what's going on with Hootie Tootie and Fruity over there with the uh, Middle East, right? Rootin' Tootin' Putin's going to be on the other side, too. So get some of that EMP shield. House, cars, boats, campers, mobile homes, whatever. And uh, who else do we have there? Oh, Cambridge Credit. You, you're always crying the blues. You're, you young guys are like, oh, my my, oh, my loans, this and that. And and he will start coming back on this month, our friend Gordon. And he'll be speaking about the loans, the student loans, and so on, and what you're going to have to do to tighten the belt. And right now, today, we have our guest, Joe Lombard. He's going to talk about money, financial issues, and so on. So we want to welcome first time Joe Lombard. Welcome to the two mics. Hey, thanks for having me, Mike. Okay, you could go on video because this thing goes on Rumble. Um, oh, beautiful. Okay. There you go. All right. Yeah, we, we're so old and ugly, we don't even go on anymore. They, <laughs> they, yeah, they gave us the most ugliest old guys award, so we stayed off after Rumble gave us that. But go ahead, Mike. Joe, introduce yourself. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm Joseph Lombardi. I'm the owner and founder of Iron Hawk Financial. I've been in business for 20 years. I have uh, 27 industry awards. I have 1,600 clients, over a billion dollars of protection and rollovers in my career. I'm five-star rated on Google, A-plus rated on a Better Business Bureau. I'm a published author as well, um, not bestseller yet. I have three books on Amazon, one called uh, Being Your Own Bank. The other one is There's a Better Way Than a 401k. And my third one is Long-Term Care Without Long-Term Pain. Um, you know, I, I also have articles written about me in International Business Times, Market Insider, and Business Insider. And I was recently on the uh, top 40 advisors in the country, under 40 years old, through 100 INC Magazine. So it's uh, 
really. When did you start? When did you start this business? How old were you? I was nineteen. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was wow. still in college. I was bartending. And the mm-hmm. CEO of Northwestern Mutual came into a very high-end restaurant in Westport, Connecticut. And he said he loved me. What are you studying? And I said, oh, I'm studying finance and economics. He goes, you're going to come work for me. So literally the next day, I went to his office and he hired me. Nice, nice. Good story. Okay, so yeah. tell me, I want to know, be your own bank. Let's start there. A friend of mine always tells me about this, so you explain it to me. Yeah, so there's different uh, IRS codes um, that the ultra-wealthy utilize, um, they lobby, and they create. So the millionaires and billionaires, they don't put their money in banks. They don't put their money in um, IRAs, 401ks, SEP, Simples Pensions, Deferred Comp, 457, TSAs. Those are government-monopolized, sponsored accounts that are high-risk, high-feed, and illiquid. Wealthy people want access to their money, so liquidity is a priority to them. Wealthy people don't like paying taxes, so having the ability to build something tax-free uh, is important to them. Also, having something stew-proof, because wealthy people have something to lose. Um, so HIPAA laws uh, prevent any creditors from finding it, so they love it that it's uh, stew-proof. And in some states, it's also divorce-proof. So it allows people that have something to lose to dump money into their own bank um, that they own. It's on their social security number, or if it's in a trust, it's on the uh, tax ID of the trust that they own. And they then can pull out money whenever, however they want without a 59 and a half year rule, a 10% penalty, federal tax, state tax, um, you don't have all these fees at Wall Street, you know, all these people with 401ks and IRAs. You guys are doing a great job paying for some schmucks Lamborghini in Manhattan, um, mm-hmm. but you're not getting anything for it. So your 12, your 12, one, uh, 12B1 fee, Class A share fund fee, money management fee, annual account fee, you're just dumping that money away. So they realize when you deal with the government and they're in bed with Wall Street, that there's three parties <clears throat> to the retirement or their largest account. And that's the government, that's Wall Street, and that's them. And two of those three parties make a lot of money. And uh, unfortunately, neither one of those uh, are you. So it's it's something that they built. It's been around 175 years. It's backed by AAA rated mutual investment insurance companies that are trillion dollar uh, type uh, companies. Like when you hear Shohei Otani just signed that $700 million contract, do you really think he puts that in the bank with $250,000 of it's insured? So this is the place where all the wealthy people put their money. So how much, like what is the the stroke? Well, let's say a minimum, a, a medium, a maximum. What kind of money you got to put in something like that? What kind of money, Joe? So I have clients who do $200 a month. I have clients who do $5 million a year. Um, it's totally based on your budget. I usually take five, 10% of my clients' money or the money they were contributing into their IRA or 401k that were going into their left pocket. I then have them take those same dollars, stop funding that illiquid, high tax, high feed account, and move it into this strategy. Okay, cool. Next, let's go, let's do another item. Uh, inflation, taxes, where you got to go today? 
So, um, I mean, as of right now, our debt's $300 trillion. We owe uh, $34 trillion national debt, $212 trillion in U.S. unfunded liabilities, another $25 trillion in Medicare, $40 trillion in Social Security. So every U.S. American right now owes $2 million to the United States Corporation. Um, so what are they going to do? Well, taxes, I was born in 1984, so taxes in the 80s were 70% highest marginal here in the United States. In the 1960s, it was over 91%. So I believe taxes are, are going to go up, and it was all done by design, because slavery is real in the world, and in the, this country, slavery is real. It's done through debt, and it's done through taxation. So if what I designed for my clients is ways for them to combat the slavery that they're in in regards to saving a lot of their money, which they trade their time for their money. Um, so I help clients live longer and more quality of life by just having the ability to not pay 40, 50, possibly 60 to 70 percent tax rates on their money in the future. Man, that is strong. You see, I always hear the number 32, 34 trillion. But when you when you wrap it up and you put it all together, like we, we're better off doing bankruptcy at this point, no, Joe? I mean, the country. Well, that's what they want. If we go bankrupt, then they want to bring CDC in. And then, and then they want us all to have electric vehicles. And then they want to control our monetary. Then they want to have a social credit score where if you jaywalk or you say that Donald Trump is great, they're going to knock off 100 points. And so you can't buy food at the grocery store. So this was all done by design to try to bankrupt the U.S. dollar so that they can bring in their currency, um, that they can have more control through technology. So this is not an accident that the government's spending money like a drunk sailor. Um, but the way I look hey, at it- the way, I want, I want to tell you, they, they upgraded that. Sailors protested, and they won in, in the invisible court. It's now drunk Marines and Army. <laughs> 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 no- I mean, that's such an old saying, you know, just say like a drunk congressman, Joe, it's a lot better. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's it's very true. It's uh, yeah, it's very. Sailors get offended at that crap. So you got to say congressmen and senators. <laughs> you got to remember that that Colonel Mike uh, sailed with John Paul Jones. So it's a, that's right. it's kind of a deep wound. When, <laughs> when you hit him. <laughs> yeah, I was on the sloop, the sloop John B, Joe. That's right. <laughs> With the, boys, with the Beach Boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> but anyway, no, I mean, we have to change that. You know, it's like we have to say drunken uh, legislators, congressmen, senators, whatever. You know, Asian, drunken Hillary's. Drunken Hillary's, yeah. Drunken well, Hillary's. Or you can put a K and say Killeries, whatever you like. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is he's right. I mean, we spend money like we're going out, you know. And who's going to and, and the morons that vote for these people, Joe, they're the young ones that are going to get affected the most, like your generation and younger. Yeah, it's, re it's really sad um, that, you know, in order to be a conservative, you need something to conserve. Right. Right. And they know that young people, they don't have anything. They don't have a family. Their people are waiting longer to get married. Um, they're just murdering all their children through abortions. So they don't have to worry about, you know, growing up and, and making good financial sound choices. They can live off of the teat of the government um, as their baby mama. And it's a really sad um, state of affairs when our country was built 
on working hard, doing the right thing, ethics, morals, God. And when they took God out of everything, they took ethics out of everything. They took morals out of everything. A woman used to be something celebrated. Now they're, they're, they're watched on stripper poles on OnlyFans. And it's, it's really sad when you take a look at how the devil has taken over so much of our way of life, of our society, of the fabric of who we are. Um, and I try to combat it the best way that I can. I mean, I have three children, been married. I've been with my wife for 21 years. Um, so it's, it's really important to build that foundation, have a plan, because if you fail the plan, your plans to fail. I can't tell you how many countless Americans I meet on a daily basis that they have good income, they have assets, they just don't have a plan. And it takes one thing out of your control, a diagnosis, a slip, a fall, an injury, a death to derail your family, not only emotionally, but then financially. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah, it's true. It's very, it's very true. You got to have a plan. We talk to a guy all the time, Cambridge Credit, who's up in the Boston area. He's one of our sponsors. And uh, it's all about having the plan, right, Mike? Having the goal. Yeah, he's very specific about that. Yeah. And they're not what I what I thought was interesting. And I think Joe is falls into the same camp. They're not really a shoulder to cry on. They're somebody to uh, uh, kind of say, listen, this is the reality. And if you do this, this will happen. If you, And if you don't, well, something better could happen. And it's a it's a it's a wonderful option to have for people, although I think there's probably not an awful lot of people like you or our other uh, our other friend that uh that uh speak like that you know it's it's ultimately up to the person you deal with you're dealing with to make the right decision and you can point it out but you can't force them so it's 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 a service that's uh invaluable really in these days hey joe i want to say another thing too uh, you mentioned about the women today and young people and uh you know they're not having babies whatever and they're living off the government tea let me see joe's face mike you're still on the screen here no it Who- joe's there no, I, Joe has oh. to say hello to get you off the screen. Oh, say hi, Joe. <laughs> there he goes. Don't tell goes my wife that's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait, Joe, you got to say hello again because I got to fix Mike's computer. I'm going to see him soon. Hello. <laughs> okay. Wait, Mike, you can't laugh. I can't see him. All right, Joe, say hi right. again. One more time. Joe, hello. Hello. There we go. Let's get him. Oh, he's still not on the screen. Well, I'm still not <laughs> okay, here you go. There you go. So, uh, one thing you you missed, and I I've I've observed this now for the last couple of years, is they're no longer women are no longer having babies at any age. What they're doing is they're buying pets. Hmm. And if you notice, Joe, wherever you go, it's all about dogs. Now, I love dogs. I grew up with dogs. Okay, but there's more dogs than I've ever seen in my life now. And 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 all the fakers the fakers people who probably have nightmares have a service dog now okay the service dog was supposed to be for somebody that was in the service or you know has some ptsd or whatever you know but here's the thing you see grown men your size my size mike's size that are walking around with chihuahuas now and dash hounds and i'm like what's this all about now just recently i was in a hotel in another state and i saw a guy put like a chihuahua dash hound mixed dog on the breakfast table where they eat breakfast. 
And I went over to the guy and I said, you're really going to have PTSD in about five minutes because I'm going to knock your dog off like it, like it was a pool cue. You know what I mean? I said, get the dog off the table. This is a breakfast area. You shouldn't even have a dog. You should take your dog upstairs and bring your food upstairs. I mean, because other people are going to eat. And, you know, as you know, dogs, just like cats, have germs or whatever, you know. And uh, people don't realize that, you know. But And then, you know, the girl who's going to clean the table may not even clean the table properly. So somebody may get sick, you know. It's just ridiculous now what they do with this pet stuff. But they don't want to have children, but they want to have pets, you know. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, all done by words. design, you know. It's definitely yeah. all done by design. Joe, let me ask, are the feds trying to close down the ability to do what you do? Well, the good news is, is lobbyists uh, prevent that from happening. I was part of the AALU when I was at Guardian. I was working in Manhattan. And uh, I used to go down to D.C. every year to come say hi to my congressman. Um, I may or may not have had an envelope, you know, so it's... uh, I have pictures of being in the White House after five o'clock when it was closed, having a nice little private dinner. Um, so there's definitely when people say, is there back dealings? Is there things that happen in the dark? Um, yeah, there there definitely is when you're you're part of a, uh, a lobbying organization to keep life insurance tax free. Um, there's definitely some things that... Uh, that happened. And uh, me being one of the Guardian's top producers at the time, I was invited to join. And uh, it was a very cool experience going out after dinner and a person with an AR-15 allowing me outside for five minutes uh, and allowing me back in uh, was, was uh, you know, it's eye-opening to see what really goes on behind the scenes that not a lot of people get to experience. Yeah. It's it's so it's so shocking, you know. Still at my elderly age, to to see how much of protecting the people involves that kind of activity, and it, that there's no open way to do it because they'll they'll come after you if there's no uh, scratcher involved. Uh, there's definitely channels that have been built to keep. The rich, rich, and the broke, broke. Yeah. Brainwash the general mass to go into debt, uh, mortgage, car notes, student loans, credit cards. Uh, have them invest in a 401k where other people have access to your money, can leverage it, can lean it, can loan it uh, to buy what they need while your money's just handcuffed for decades. Um, it's not really... Uh, good strategy once you wake up. And the good news is my business is booming because a lot of patriots, a lot of conservatives are waking up to the fact that they're being swindled. They're being taken advantage of. Their ignorance is being sold for profit. Um, They were sold to Wall Street a long time ago. Um, And if you go with the public and where it's a monopoly, you are going to get hammered. And if you go in the private sector, where there is hundreds of billion and trillion dollar companies fighting for that dollar, you're going to get lower cost, higher returns, downside protection, upside, long-term care, uh, disability, life insurance, all the things that you need 
your your 401k fees are going to now you can take those same dollars protect your whole family and save yourself millions in taxes over your life say so that's extraordinary and and what what struck me most of all uh, about the context you're operating in is you could start with only several hundred dollars a month is it's a, a fascinating business uh and and certainly one i hope we can help spread the word about by having you on because there's a lot of people out who out there out there who could probably swing 200 or 300 a month sure and, they can they spend 700 dollars a month on a car come on and probably a couple hundred months on on computers and stuff too it's a it really is. I'm glad you're here today, sir. It's a very, very interesting story. I mean, there's there's another strategy too that's very, very important that um, mm -hmm. has been gaining crazy traction. Um, have you guys ever heard of a FIA or fixed index annuity? Yeah, I heard of them. I heard of them. Yes. Yeah, I have not. Yeah, these things are blowing up. I mean, over three hundred billion dollars have been going into them in the last twelve months per MSNBC. Um, oh, you mean for the last 12 months? Wow. Huh. Yes, it's beat 08. 08 was the highest before then. Um, so their strategy is you have a 401k and IRA and you have at least $25,000 in there that you can legally do a 1035 IRS exchange with no taxes, penalties, or fees. And you can move your account into an IRA if it's a brokerage into a non-qualified tax-free on your principal um, type of account. And you cannot lose. So if the market crashes, which I believe 2024 is going to be very volatile, um, you don't lose a penny. And if the market goes up, you get 335, or excuse me, 355% of whatever select uh, mutual index funds, uh, you know, are performing. As an example, the U.S. Fundamental Index Fund and the, um, the Global Balance Index Fund through PIMCO. Um, these type of assets have averaged over 14% over the last 10 years compounding. Holy cow. Well, that's, that's real money, Mike. Hey, Joe, before you said something about the United States Corporation, can yeah. you repeat that? Yeah, so people think that we live in like this country and, you know, uh, it's the eagle and, you know, we're all big uh, holding hands around the globe. You remember that image they burned into our heads when we were kids on TV? Mm -hmm. um, but in reality, it's the oligarchies and the kings, uh, then there's the peasants, and then there's the squires. So the middle class or the upper middle class is the biggest threat to the kings. So what they've been doing for decades is squishing out and eliminating the squires of the middle class because a bunch of middle class people can come together because I have resources. I'm sure you guys have resources. Um, and if we band together, we can overthrow a king, but there's never been a time in history where peasants have overthrown the king. So they're trying to squeeze us out. So what the corporation is, it's our country was bought and sold a long time ago. And there's a lot of factual information you can research um, on it in regards to after we got off the gold standard, after the Great Depression, uh, I believe it was in 33 or 34, 1933 or 34. Um, the Federal Reserve was made when they sank the Titanic, which it wasn't the, the Titanic, it was the Olympic. Um, and all their foes, J.P. Morgan, uh, foes and people that were opposed to the Federal Reserve taking over the, the country's currency, they all happened to hit an iceberg, you know, sort of like a plane hitting a tower. 
Um, these things aren't regular. These things are anomalies. And, you know, there's no such thing as coincidences in my uh, perspective of reality. So I believe that they killed a lot of the people that were opposed to the Federal Reserve. They did it on the on the Titanic, um, which wasn't the Titanic. It actually was the Olympic. And you can do a lot of research into that. And since that day, they voted um, to create the Federal Reserve, which was the richest families in the world. The Rockefellers, the J.P. Morgan Chase, um, the uh, God, there's so many of them. Um, drawn a blank. There's about seven families and they control our monetary system. So what's fascinating that I found out recently doing some research is that like the Democrats are run by the Jews and the Republicans are run by the Europeans. And there was a, a really good documentary on that. And um, so it's like, no matter what you do, you, you, are going to be a slave. The, the, the only way you can combat it is to suffer less. And that's through different IRS codes, opening up trusts, putting life insurance aside of trusts, leveraging different strategies. If you don't do that, you're sustainable to market loss when the market goes down. You're sustainable to, to account loss when taxes go up because less of that money is yours. When interest rates and inflation goes up, that means more of the market going down. So Americans are putting too much eggs in one basket, which is right. economics 101. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, finance 101. And everybody's putting their money in illiquid, high tax, fully market uh, assets because you're so the right, Joe. Joe, they marketed it like it was, you know, sliced bread, you know, the Roth IRA, this thing, that thing. You know, they were marketing this stuff back 35 years ago. Like, oh, this is going to be – it's just like they told us when we were young because uh, we were working very young. We got Social Security numbers, I guess, when we were in our teens. And it was like you paid a Social Security tax, and when you're 62, you collect. Well, nobody told you that you're still going to pay even though you're collecting because you got to pay out of that, right? And then you got to pay a tax on it, right? And then the money you thought you'd have, if you were to just put – the money you put away since you were 15 and doing things that you're talking about, everybody retires a millionaire. No problem. You not know? Even, yeah. Not even close, but your money is actually being thrown overseas to build bombs, to kill children and women. Right. Yeah. No, but I mean, think about it. If you, if you compounded the money at 15, 16 years old and put all that money that was in social security oh in your, I mean, how many millionaires? Yeah. Tax-free millionaires. That's what I'm saying. And you're absolutely right. See, people don't get it. What our what our money goes to is where we live, is outside the area where we used to live. We're in the, what they call the Beltway, you know, swamp area. Okay, so uh, all of that is built. That Listen, when Mike and I moved to Virginia years ago, there was two things that Virginia offered, peanuts and cigarettes. That's all they had. They didn't even have pizza, Joe, to be honest with you. They thought Pizza Hut was another world. You know, and then Domino's came along. Oh, my gosh. Domino's. It was like you went to uh, Naples. You know what I'm saying? This is this is how they are. There was nothing Mike could tell you. And what built the Beltway, what built Maryland, what built Northern Virginia, uh, Montgomery County, Prince George County was government employees. And what built it was the military industrial complex. You have Lockheed, you have General Dynamics, you have all 
you know, and you're talking about, you know, building bombs, sending stuff over. You know, I deal with young people uh, who are in college here in America that do MBAs, IT work, stuff like that. I, and I dealt with it for eight years in a, a different capacity than being a, an educator. OK. And most of these people got jobs within 30 days in, in some kind of a military industrial complex business whether it was data, whether it was this, that, the other thing. And it's going on today. I mean, that's if you want to do stuff today in the in the north, and this is a high dollar area, Joe. You know, when we moved down here, the houses were like where you live. It was like a normal America, Connecticut, you know, whatever. And now it's like McMansions. This this thing rivals like it's a it's a junior Newport Beach, California. You know, you can't buy a house less than one point seven, you know, that's starter up. You know, one point seven condos are going for nine hundred eighty thousand dollars. You know, this is this is all with government and military, and that's what we do. We do this best now. We just do military and government, and we talk about a democracy. We once in a while we even throw in a republic, right, Mike? Oh yeah, we got a republic if you could keep it, but it's not it's not the America we grew up in. It's not it's nowhere near it anymore. Yeah, they uh, they wanted to destroy the fabric that kept us together. It's all about division, separate us on religion, right? And then it was race in the 60s. Now it's gender. gender uh, yeah. You know, they, they just create their own narrative of separating sports teams, uh, it, uh, monetary. Uh, it, it's there's, there's the movie Ants. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's a scene that just, it's, it's our world. It's the grasshoppers, are talking there's only a few of them but they're bigger and stronger and they said the ants ever realize they outnumber us a thousand to one we're dead and so if uh, if we came together as americans and got rid of the unelected officials right that we did not vote for that mm -hmm. are making decisions for our lives which by the way we're all equal in god's eyes um how is there somebody that's more powerful so to say than me or how am I more so-called powerful than somebody else when we're all equal. If people realize that all the corruption, all the evil would uh, be gone. Um, but that's how, that's how the devil operates under secrecy, under uh, bait and switch misinformation. Um, and uh, all you can do is do the right things to protect your family and create a, a community of like-minded people. Uh, I think that's why I'm on your show because I've, I've done hundreds of podcasts in the conservative movement because I love you guys. You guys have the same uh, belief, uh, ethics, morals, fabric of who you are. Um, and this belief that you are responsible for you, your actions matter. Uh, you have to plan, you have to make good decisions. Um, that is thrown out the window now. Now yep. it's if you feel like you're a, a cat and you're in uh, a high school, go take a, a pee in the corner in a litter box. It's, it's insanity. Um, so We have a generation of entitlement now. Everybody's entitled to something, no matter what color, no matter what gender. Everybody has something called entitlement. It's just an entitlement... I see it around where I live sometimes, and I live in a in a rural area. Mike does too, and the young people are just like I'm entitled to everything. I want Narcan in my pocket 
it, it, just in case I, I want to be a drug addict, I'll take some in my pocket or something. You know what I mean? Of course, Narcan is free now. You could get Narcan. Uh, by the way, uh, it's very important to know about Narcan. I'll say it while we're on the show with Joe. Uh, just have some anyway, because in, if by accident you touch fentanyl, that's the only thing that's going to save you. Put some Narcan on it. We had a, guy, a guest on the other day. Uh, again, Joe, you know, speaking about the country and the fabric, and, you know, we do religion sometimes. We had one guest on yesterday, which we'll put up the show next week. Um, you have to look at the the devil and the, the concept of contraception in America. You know, we grew up in a generation where we were told from post-World War II, six million is a Holocaust. Did we even have a Holocaust museum in the United States, and it never even happened here. It's in Washington, D.C. You might have even saw it when you were in Washington. But never, never, never. Do you hear the preachers, the speakers, the the lawmakers, the legislatures, the grifters, all of them up on the Capitol Hill speak about 63 million aborted babies? If 6 million is a Holocaust, Joe, you know, you do numbers. What's 63 million babies? And that's on us. That's the blood on our, our soil, our country. So, you know, we have a lot of debt here, not just in finance, but in blood, you know. Well, that's a genocide of mass proportion. Yep. Um you know, it's it's really sad when if you do anything wrong, there's a pill for it. Right. If you if you get pregnant, just murder it. If you uh, you know, you you eat cheeseburgers twenty times a day, well, just take some some uh, medicine and keep eating with cheeseburgers. It's like you said, there's no accountability for anything, and if you feel like something should be, it must be. If two, if you feel like two plus two is seven, then you're yeah. right. You're right. You're absolutely right. If, and everybody gets a trophy, Joe. Everybody oh, gets dude, a trophy. You don't even want to. I was suspended from my town's <laughs> baseball. I was coaching. I've been coaching for 14 years. Um, you know, my last name's Lombardi. What do you think? Right. And um, <laughs> so we there was only four four teams in my in my town. And I was coaching baseball. It's like, I don't know, eight-year-olds. And we ended up losing the championship game. So we won one playoff game, lost the championship game. And when I say they brought out trophies, I mean, there's four teams. They brought out trophies that were probably 24 inches tall for the winners and 23 inches tall for the losers. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I sat the kids down. This is a true story, by the way. I sat the kids down. I said, listen, we lost. We don't deserve trophies. So one of and the week before this child's father said I was the best coach his son ever had on my life. And uh, so I, I sat the kids down and said, we, we worked really hard. We tried really hard, but we lost. We don't deserve those trophies. Those trophies aren't going to help us work harder next year to be better. Uh, they're going to make you think you can stay doing what you're doing and you're going to be fine, which isn't true because we didn't win. And um, one of the kids takes his trophy, throws it in the garbage like right after he got it. And his, his dad goes to social media and blasts me. And I'm in a blue state in Connecticut, you know. And uh, so there was there was about two hours the post was live. There was 600 comments, like 400 of them that I'm an, I'm an asshole and 200 of them supporting me. That, yes, kids shouldn't have trophies and uh, if they don't win. And uh, they ended up suspending me for a year because I, I tried to provide uh, teach a, a valuable lesson which my child was on the team as well, that if you lose, you need to work harder to win because this message that they are 
giving these children is if let's say there's a promotion and the promotion allows you to have another child, to afford another child or to afford a bigger, safer house for your family. And that promotion, there's only one of them and you lose, you don't get a 47% of the promotion. You get <laughs> nothing. So trying to teach children that it's okay to for mediocrity and to not try to be better than you are tomorrow today is setting up our next generation for food stamps, universal income, uh, stay home in your little pod, eat your bugs, uh, and don't and keep your mouth shut, or we'll shut off your free electricity. Right, and you know what? It's it just it was just happening today, right after the Iowa win for Trump. They're promoting that Nikki came in second place and Ron came in third. And I think the numbers now are different. I think Ron came in second and Nikki's third. But I called Mike and I said, Mike, look at this. They think it's like a race, a race car. Who came in first, second, third? You only win. The guy wins. There's no second and third. You don't win anything. There's no second and third. So now what they're doing, they're going to New Hampshire because naturally the neocons in the Republican Party they come out and promote, well, you know, she's got a chance. Go New Hampshire's that, you know, that just that New Hampshire, that that New Hampshire, you know, they're independent, they're not Trump, you know, they're Sununu and blah, blah. And and now it's like Nikki's gonna go there and kick butt in New Hampshire. Excuse me, 17.1, and Trump wound up with what, 50 point something, 50.1 or 49 point, whatever. Okay, yeah. So let, let, let me ask you a question. Let's look at the numbers. It's another thing, two or two or seven, right? Yeah, she's really got a big chance. Maybe maybe in one gas station on a corner where it's Iceberg City right now today. You know what I mean? How many <laughs> counties did Trump lose in right. Iowa? <laughs> Zero. Zero. Hundred and oh. Hundred and oh. Oh. Oh, we got a chance. We got this. Well, let's get that 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 trophy ready for. Yeah. You know, but uh, you're you're exactly right. You try to teach your children when they're in sports. You know, losing is not something to be proud of. It should be there should be first a little bit of anger and then a little bit of shame. And then mostly we'll get you next time. And that's just they've gutted the, the, the last two or three generations of that feeling. You know, you don't you, you're they're not your friends in, in a sport. It, it, it's it's you know, it's a competition. And if people don't learn how to compete, we end up with the people we have now staying with their moms in the basement you know it's 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 ridiculous and you know the other point you made is is a very good one and i've often wondered if there's a better kept secret in the world from the masses that than the uh uh created creation of the federal reserve that they had three votes they were but were going to be on un, unbeaten it was going to be beaten the the whole plan but they killed aster and the guy who in 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 uh, what he invented or developed blue jeans, I can't remember his name. And a third oh, guy, Levi Levi Strauss Levi, Levi Strauss. Mm -hmm. And then the, there was a third man, and I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, on the Titanic, and they got all three of them, or on the on the Olympic. I had not heard that that uh, part of the story, but they'll go to no depth, no no. They'll go to the ends of the earth, rather, to. <laughs> Uh, keep things hidden, and they're very successful at it. 
That's why they call it the deep state, Mike. It's not the white state. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sleight of hand. You ever seen yeah. those those street magicians? The yeah, quick. Just not not even that. I mean, some of the stuff with they can switch a, a playing card, a fifty-two playing card. You see the card. It's a eight of hearts, and literally they show you the card that you're physically watching, and it magically turns the seven of spades. And you're like, yeah. what? The it's sleight of hand. It's the ability to Say, look at this hand, look at this over here. Well, this hand is doing something uh, that it either shouldn't be or something sneaky to deceive you. Yeah. Joe, we did a show. It, we, we titled it, uh, what was it? The, the House of Misrepresentation. That's what we did. We called it. And that's what it is. You, you think they're representing you. <laughs> and the minute they get in there, they're representing everybody but you, right? I mean, you know, we rolled around Capitol Hill back in the 80s and the 90s. So we know the we know the program. In fact, uh, where I am, we have a congressman that wants to run for senator and he's only in there, I think, three or four terms. And he doesn't even have the cojones to get him, come on our show. How's that? <laughs> he's got handlers like, no, you don't want to go on that show. They're going to ask hard questions and you want to be a senator. <laughs> well, back, back to your business, do you? Can you deal with people outside of your state? Oh, I'm licensed in all 50 states. In all 50 states. And can I ask, just we do a, a summary paragraph that goes along with the program when it's uh, published. Could you get, do your your uh, website? Yeah, it's uh, www.ironhawkfinancial.com. And then um, you can go to my LinkedIn profile and you can see all 27 industry awards I've won. And, um, you know, I've been in the industry uh, for 20 years, so. Um, Mike, I have all that information. Oh, okay. Yeah. They okay. said it to me. Already? Very good. All right. So, Joe, last words. Go ahead. <sighs> Got to do the right thing on a daily basis. Protect your family. Uh, believe in God. God's the only salvation uh, to uh, uh, success. Um, love your neighbors. Uh Spread spread the word of love, God, country, and just do the right thing and, and know that only you are responsible to protect you and your family and nobody else cares and nobody else will do it. All right. I'm going to say the last word on my end, and Mike, you can too. What's your best pizza place in your town? Because Connecticut has good pizza too. Uh, in my town, oof, I know, I know my favorite pizza place in the state. Um, What's that one? What's the favorite one? Well, in the town is probably Fucos. They just got a super high rating on Dave Porter's. I think it was eight point nine. So that mm -hmm. place sold out in in twenty minutes as soon as he aired oh. that. Um, but probably Carmine's is really good. Um, there's 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 a a lot uh, hometown. There's there's some really good pizza here in Connecticut for sure, right in New Haven. Yeah. Yeah, and New I'm Haven's the spot. I was gonna say wet. New Haven. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say New Haven's the spot. Yeah. Yeah, Pepe's, like the original. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's some there's some really good pizza joints here. All right, Joe, nice talking to you. Great coming on. Pleasure to yeah. talk to you. I hope you come back, sir. I appreciate the opportunity and you know, God bless you guys, God bless America, and let's keep this uh the real information flowing and stay away from the brainwashing manipulated bs that the mainstream media is kicking out to every 
to less and less people every day. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> Amen. From your lips to God's ears. Thank you, Joe Labati. Keep well, Joe. Thank you.